Hello, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, and we are coming to you from the craft room today. Sonny is in his little comfy place, and I am here perched at the craft desk, looking around, thinking to myself, oh my God, has anybody looked at inflation? Has anybody looked at the gas prices? Has anybody looked at at um, shipping? Okay, let's not worry about any of that. And let's just dive back into the papers and have some fun. Um, The nice thing about junk journals is that this craft concept can float and rise to the top, especially during difficult times. And that, I think, is the beauty of it because it's accessible to everybody. Um, You don't have to be rich and you don't have to have a lot of supplies in order to have fun. And you're going to be surprised at how many supplies you already have on hand when you start really uh, looking for what you've already got. And this is one of those beautiful times to go shopping at home. Yes, that's right. Shopping at home. Uh, One of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling a little um, like lack of abundance, like I don't have enough to craft with, I take a tour of the place where I live and I go into each room and I ask myself, what could be repurposed as a craft supply here? And you can actually find so many things. It's amazing. Um, I'm coming across new ideas for old things every day of the week. And so many of you are offering up wonderful ways to use kitchen utensils and um, onion skin or onion bags and, uh, you know, plastic bags and all sorts of fun things that maybe you wouldn't normally think of to use in crafting. But there's a million and one uses of uh, uh, way and different ways you can use this. Um, You can take a plastic bag and scrunch it up and use it to um, decorate background paper. If you Uh, dip it in a little bit of paint or um, spray it with some ink or rub a um, uh, like if you have a distress ink pad and you rub it over the wrinkles in the paper and then you uh, spritz a little water on it and then you just imprint on some white paper white copy paper you'd be surprised the fun you can have we're talking hours hours of good clean fun at home if you don't have the distress inks grab some old shoe polish you can have a lot of fun with old shoe polish toss in some old makeup and it is a heyday of fun um if you don't have any fancy acrylic sealers, spray some final net or hairspray over it when you're done, and that'll help seal in whatever you've made. Um, there's a lot of workarounds in the craft world, and that's the blessing. The blessing of many ways to approach eating the elephant. That's right. Uh, so don't worry. I don't want anybody fretting. I hear you. I know prices are going crazy. You know, everything's going up. Etsy's raising its prices. Um, you know, for to for the sellers, you know, if we sell on Etsy, they're raising their prices, gas, inflation, every the whole nine yards. But you know what? We can either sit here and worry about that or we can craft. And I would say, come on over, let's just craft. Let's let all that stuff go on anyway, because the world is always going to go up and down, inside out, round and round it goes. Uh, But I think it's very important to maintain that central balance inside yourself because all of that stuff is always waiting for you whenever you're ready to go back and engage it, get involved with it, go deep, talk with folks, do all that kind of stuff. But if you want a little break, a little reprieve, a little place, a little sanctuary, your papers are always waiting for you. They're very patient, they're very peaceful, and you can create whatever you want from them. You can make a beautiful book, a beautiful book for yourself, maybe a nice little um, what I'm going to do this year book. 
maybe a hopes and dreams book, maybe my favorite movies book, maybe uh, favorite books I've read or the classics that I, w- I would love to reread book uh, or, um, you know, whatever, whatever is exciting to you. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, there's a lot of ways to live life, and playing with paper and making books is one of those ways. And, you know, just because everything else is going crazy (laughs) doesn't mean we have to also. Maybe we can create some sanity with all this when we just relax and calm down, and we be with ourselves and with other fellow paper lovers, and we just share ideas and we carry on because maybe maybe that's what really matters. You know, we, we kind of find that central calm, that central peace, and um, from there we can go and do all those other things that do need to be done. We all have a lot of responsibilities. I hear you. Um, uh, I get that. I totally get that. And... Uh, um, I just want you to have a little space in your life for a place to reground and um, just settle, just settle for a little while. Even if it's for only five minutes, sometimes those can be the best five minutes of your day. I can't tell you how many times I've been working on a journal and sometimes I only have five minutes and I'll just be walking by. I'll just slip over to that journal and I'll glue a few things down. I'll cut a few things out, punch a few things out, grab a sticker, you name it, pop it down and leave it. And it's half done. It's not completed. The page is still undone. But you know what? I know that I'll come back to it. Maybe I'll have another five minutes later. Or maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be the next day. Maybe it won't be until next week or next month. But the thing is, the papers will wait. They're very, very patient. They're very tolerant. There's never any back talk. Um, They're very quiet. And uh, they're highly understanding. And uh, um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of think about that because I have a feeling a lot of people are maybe thinking about that other stuff right now and um, uh, you know it's hard to get away from it's everywhere in the news it's in your face it's coming out of all your family members and you know Uncle Joe's mouth and cousin Sarah um, we won't stop talking about it I get it I hear you (laughs) but uh, it doesn't have to rule your life and um, there can still be little slivers of life for other things and may this place be your uh, little sliver at least one of your many little slivers I hope these are good slivers sometimes slivers can be good things like a sliver of cake can be a good thing a wood sliver not so good I had one of those uh, yesterday I was trying to dig it out of my fingers um I'm not sure if this video is aired yet. I don't think so, but there'll be a video where I've uh, I've got two bandages on each th- well a bandage on each thumb because I stuck them where they didn't belong, and I'll tell you that you'll see the story in the video if you watch it. But uh, uh, not a big deal. Everything is healed. No, no big deal. But um, yeah, so that was followed up by a sliver the next day in another I- finger that was yet unbandaged. So yeah, sometimes these things come in clusters, you know. And then they settle down, and then we're all okay again. <laughs> so I guess I'm hoping uh, things have settled down and uh, just being very more uh, mindful about things. Okay, so things in the craft room. I think I may have mentioned that I was feeling a little bit, I like, I, I lost pretty. Pretty is gone in the craft room. I'm more into the just please 
dear God, let it be functional. I'll be happy with functional. And uh, so I... I did some rearranging and a little bit of organizing. It wasn't much, but it was enough to give a sense of relief. And I think maybe that's a nice goal to have. You don't have to necessarily eat that whole and an elephant, you know, but maybe to get to the point of a sense of relief, like I got a Dremel for Christmas from my husband and I've been meaning to use it and it was been piled under a bunch of stuff. So finally I dug it out from the bunch of stuff and I moved it now. It's still in the box, I have to admit. But I moved it now to a location where I could easily get it if I wanted to. Now, I haven't gotten it yet. Why? Because I don't have a space to put it on to work with it. But I think once I get it out of the box, I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. I've had a Dremel before. It's not like I've never had one. If, if you don't know what a Dremel is, it's like a little tiny hand tool. And you can you can turn it into a saw, a cutter, a grinder, uh, whatever it is, depending on the little attachment you put onto the end. A lot of jewelers use them or anybody who's doing any kind of fine work. And sometimes with uh, junk journal making, we use little bits and bops and bobbles and this and that and tiny things, but maybe we want to put a hole in something or we want to sand something or things like that. So I'm, I'm trying to bring it in as a, a possible tool to use in the journal world. I think it might be nice to sand or buff the edges of a book cover, um, like around the, the sharp edges or possibly even the cover itself. Maybe we're trying to grind it down so we can adhere something better, having giving it a rough toothy surface so it can grab glue. But I don't know. I think there are worlds of possibilities in that box. I really should get the thing out. Um, okay, what else did I do? I, I, organize, I had a whole bunch of hand-dyed paper and I have them, I have like, let me tell you, I've got one, two, three, four. I've got five big boxes full of it. I hand dyed it all and it's ready to go. But when you have them, the boxes piled on top of each other, you can't actually see what's on the bottom box unless you pull it out, which tells me this is not really a good system. Now, in a perfect world, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the lids on the boxes and I would have the boxes on their sides so I could see what's in them and I would have them piled up to make a little faux bookshelf of uh, hand-dyed paper. But I have a puppy. I have a puppy who would love to pull each and every one of those little individual papers out and play with them. So that's not going to happen. And uh, um, let me just tell you, I've, I've done, it's been quite a thing just to keep them away from the fundals. <laughs> I'll have those in a box and I have to put all these like guardian things around it so we can't get to the fundals. Um, but the fundals are safe. Uh, they are well protected. And uh, uh, so, yeah, that is. Oh, and I also had a big box behind me full of um, book covers and interesting, I would say, booklet covers, like the covers of music paper and things like that. I save all that stuff because, um, number one, you can turn it into beautiful things. Um, and we have so many places we could go with in, in, with those things in so many different directions. But I also like to use them as stiffeners for my packages. So if I, I mail something in a flat rate envelope, I can put a book cover or maybe an interesting piece of... Um, like a music book cover or a soft uh, cover from something to give the, the package a little bit more sturdiness so that when it ships, it doesn't get bent. And uh, I, I, I like to put things that can be reused in the packages. So if um, you, you might find like unusual things like that, and I'm hoping that someday these things might become writing boards or parts of journals and that. I have, I have lofty dreams, what can I say? Um, you know, it's like you, you let these things go into the universe and then you just wish them well and you have no idea what's going to become of them, where they're going to go, what they're going to be turned into, um, whose hands they're going to end up in. 
Um, who knows? You know, it's kind of fun. It can just go in any direction. It's it's uh, it's crazy wild pants. You know what I mean? It's just it's just amazing. I found as I was going through my stuff, and I I I have to admit this, my scrap pile is 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 growing behind me. It's like the amorphous blob that is uh, growing out of the giant uh, trunk, the steamer trunk that I have is billowing it. Oh, oh, that's Amazon guy who just dropped something off. There will be a dog alert that uh, this is going on now. Oh, yeah, no, they're not knocking on the door. Okay, yay. Um, and my amorphous blob of scraps is growing, so we're going to have to do something about that, Pam. Or I'm thinking about ideas. I have ideas. And um, I was going to tell you something else. Now I lost my train of thought. Sunny? Sunny, give me my train of thought back. Where did you take it? Oh, Sunny uh, and I, we, we took um, my sister-in-law down to a little restaurant uh, in our little neighborhood here, and we had a nice little outdoor breakfast together, and we took Sunny, and he had a grand time, and um, many people wanted to come and say hello to Sunny, and uh, they, uh, so I have my new, my new, uh, hi, uh, whoops, this is Sunshine, oh, did I turn off the thing? No, it's okay. Uh, this is Sunshine, he's um, five pounds. He's 18 months, and he's a Maltese. How are you? Because <laughs> I know those are the questions they always have. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had lots of little kids, especially. They would come up in Coochie Coo, Sonny, and he was, he's just very receptive. Uh, he's, he's a good little cuddler. And um, but I've got to tell you something else I organized. What was it? I told you about that. No, I guess I didn't tell you book. Okay, I started to tell you. So, yes, I had this big box full of book covers, music covers and things. And it was a giant box. I mean, a mega box. And I decided, and it was behind me, behind my chair. So I couldn't really roll the chair back very well. I had to kind of shimmy out of it between the desk and the chair. So I decided, no, that's enough, Pam. You need to be able to slide your chair back. Um, so I went through that entire box and I segregated it into hardcover section soft cover section and that didn't even belong in their section which there were quite a few things that didn't even belong in there and I would have never looked for them there so they got all pulled out reorganized placed in their proper homes and then I got rid of the box completely I'm so excited there's no box behind me I can actually roll back uh, I have to make sure there's no puppy of course in in between me and the rollback life is a crafter you know I'm telling you it's it, people think it's easy you know there's a lot of uh, stuff going on people don't know don't, don't think about it unless you've actually been there you know what I mean? Oh, um, somebody sent me, and I don't think I ordered, it looks like a gift somebody sent, but there's no card. Is there a card? I, don't, I did not see a card. Does anybody know Julie Blevins? Um, it's made out to me. There's no card, but it's in a, like a pretty box, and it is a Etrex Garmin High Sensitivity GPS Receiver for Peak Performance. So, thank you. I'm not sure if it was correctly meant for me. Let me double check in the box. There's no card. It's wrapped. But it looks like, it doesn't look like anybody opened the box. It looks like a brand new thing. But I went back and looked in my eBay orders. It didn't come from eBay. And um, I, I looked in my orders and I didn't accidentally order this. So, if anybody knows anything about how I got this, please feel free to let me know. Because I would, I would love to thank whoever this is. I, I, I looked... Okay, I'm hoping we are carrying on here. I apologize, a phone call came in and I haven't quite figured out how to turn off the phone from coming in while I'm recording. I know, I know. 
how backwards podunk, right? <laughs> um, barely understanding how the internet works here, flying by the seat of her pants and uh, doing a podcast. I have no idea how this happened. Um, you just kind of fall into it one day when somebody says, hey, you should start a podcast. And I thought, well, why on earth would anybody listen to a podcast about junk journal making or crafting or life of a crafter or answering crafting? Uh, apparently, um, um, it's, you know, it's actually kind of fun for me because I get to just relax and unwind and talk. And it's kind of like sitting around, you know, just a little uh, uh, cozy group of folks. I feel like there's, I don't know, like five or six of us here and we're all just settled in and uh, talking and swapping swapping thoughts and tips and this and that. And, um, of course it's just like me and my megaphone. I get that. <laughs> um, but hopefully I, I just feel like, um, it kind of makes me feel like I'm not alone. You know what I mean? Like I'm really not alone sitting here in my craft room at this moment. I know you're here, Sonny. I do see you. Yes, I do. He's completely flaked out because of our walk, but yeah, it kind of makes me feel comforted in a way. So I'm, I'm hoping that, um, comes across in the the airwaves I'm, I'm i'm hoping to send some comfort to others who might be alone and uh crafting and uh, just know that you're not alone and there's a lot of us out here alone in our homes or in our um bedrooms crafting or in our living rooms crafting or maybe you're on your lap crafting uh, you know uh, the kitchen table there's a great place right right now i have to admit my kitchen table is covered with painting supplies um my sister-in-law is here and she likes to paint and i like to paint too and i like to draw and she's really a great painter and i've so i've set up a i call it art camp over on the the kitchen table and i just pulled out all my watercolor supply stuff and just set her all up and she's just been cranking out these gorgeous pictures after gorgeous pictures and uh um, my little uh, temporary art camp is over on the couch <laughs> and uh, I set up my drawing pencil station there so I, I uh, in between crafting sessions here I go over there and flop and I uh, try to get back in touch with a little bit of pencil drawing just uh, I find it very relaxing and when I have absolutely no purpose or intention for the drawing it's not going to be presented as a work of art it's not going to be put anywhere or given to anybody or sold or anything like that it's just a place to have fun and, and just just uh and and the fun thing about working with pencil is that you can erase it a thousand times uh, and i do believe me i do redo and redo the same picture about a million times i don't know why or um uh, i'll go back through my book and just rework a picture and rework it and rework it and um um, it, it's something about that process that's kind of fun. Whereas the junk journal making, it's a little bit more committal when you're doing stuff. It's like when you put something down, you create, create this. You can change it, and there's a lot of opportunity to change it. So I kind of had to learn how to change it. I think maybe I was trying to pull that experience of being able to erase the pencil into the world of journal making where maybe I couldn't erase as easily, but boy, could I cover up. Boy, could I um, turn a thumbprint ink splotch into a beautiful butterfly <laughs> you know it's funny how you can just kind of go with it roll with it and uh, turn it into something like for example now I'm, I've got this new journal that I'm working on I've made the cover and I've inserted the signatures and I noticed that one of the pages is hanging a little low so I'm thinking well what are my options not the whole signature but just one of the pages in it and um, so I'm thinking well I could just cut it and make it straight. I could tear it and make it look like weather-torn uh, distress. Or I could fold that little awkward piece up and glue a little uh, extra piece of paper on it and turn it into a pocket, making it look like it was always there, never um, 
looked like it was out of place or out of proportion. I might do that. That might be the little fix out of this. Because, you know, every even though you try and do it the exact same way, I don't know where Mother Nature or the wind comes and blows a little puff of air at you and somehow things go cockeyed. And I, I get that because uh, I've been there many, many times and apparently I have just been there again. So um, I get to approach that with a new little uh, eraser, you might say, <laughs> figure out a way around that because uh, I could just take the signature out and, and reshuffle it and recut it. But I just, sometimes I just don't want to go backwards. I just want to go forwards and uh, just keep creating and having fun and, or seeing if I can think my way out of it or craft my way out of it. So if that happens to you, then just, you know, put on your little crafter thinking toque and see if you can craft your way out of it because sometimes it's just more fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) So anyway, that's it from the old uh, Paper Outpost podcast today. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Sunny, you have anything to say? Mom, I'm exhausted. We walked for like 20 minutes and it was warm. Yes, it was true. And then uh, there was, of course, the... I I don't want to even mention the fact that you had bacon and did not share a bite with me. Yes, that's true. We're making sure we're not giving him too much people food because we can run into trouble with that. I remember with my other ones. So, um, yeah, no, not too much people food. So, um, yes, we've been holding back a bit. And let's just say there's a little bit of rebellion going on here. Yes, I get the look. You know what I mean? The look. (laughs) The eye roll. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh. Again, with no treats. Um, but, uh, hey, you want a sweet pea? No, he's asleep. <laughs> he's completely asleep. Um, so anyway, folks, I guess we will catch up with you next time. I hope you're having fun with your papers in your own little sanctuary of paperdom. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, signing out, and we'll talk next time. Bye-bye.